0: Welcome to ICANN Voice, brought to you by the Insurance Cultural Awareness Network, bringing you the latest on diversity and multicultural inclusion within the UK insurance industry. Our guests include industry leaders ranging from large insurers, consultancies, to the leading insurtech startups, featuring our very own ICANN hosts. Together, we can create action. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us today and welcome to the new series of ICANN at Home, where we are speaking to insurance leaders at home on how they're navigating the global pandemic and what lies ahead. I'm Maxine Goddard, Commercial Insurance um, Operations Business Partner at Zurich Insurance, and I am joined by my co-host, Kishan Mangat, co-chair of ICANN and senior associate at DWF law firm. Ishan is a founding member of ICAN, so we're delighted to have her with us today. We welcome our special guest, Deep Vora, insurance partner at PWC. We will be discussing the importance of people, interaction and continuing the DNI conversation during COVID-19. Deepti, thank you for joining us. Before we jump in, um, could you give a, b- a brief overview of yourself, to our listeners, um, what you do about, at PWC?
1: So Maxine, first of all, thank you so much for, for having me. As Maxine said, I'm uh, a partner at PwC in our insurance practice. Uh, I'm an auditor by background, so I work on external audits for insurance companies. But just a, a bit about me, um, I, I grew up uh, in in India and uh, moved to the UK to, to do a master's. And after that, I, I joined PwC's graduate scheme. So I've, I've been at TWC for some time now. I had a break in between, a year's maternity break, and I have an eight-year-old daughter. And at the moment, my husband and I are having some very interesting experiences with homeschooling. One that, uh, yeah, quite unusual, Sanity. quite unexpected. Yes. <laughs> but I'm a huge supporter of ICANN uh, and all that you do Thank I think you. I've thank yeah, followed you. you right from the start. I think you're doing some fantastic things and really driving progress on a very important topic in our industry. Um, and it's a topic that's very close to my heart. Um, I've had inclusion uh, roles on our inclusion agenda at PwC in the past and, and something that we, we clearly and desperately need to continue making more progress on. So delighted to be with you. And uh, thank you again for having me. Thank
0: pleasure
1: you. to have you. Thank you, deeply. So jumping into the
2: first question that we've got for you, as you know, the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a pandemic on March 11th, and it's causing huge impact on people's lives, families, businesses, and communities. Responding to the business impacts of coronavirus, how is PwC managing COVID-19 at the moment?
1: Yeah, so I think we've been... Um quite clear from the start what what our priority is and um, our our priority has been our people so we we are in as a professional services firm our our business is is made up of our people and and the services that our people deliver so our focus has really been on making sure our people are okay and i think that's it's taken a, a number of of different forms there's been a, a focus on making sure any fear around job security is, is taken away. So we've uh, we've dealt with that as as quickly as we can. Well-being, I think, means different things for different people as as we're going through this um th- this phase. Um, you know, and that's, that can be anything from, from physical to, to mental to emotional well-being. And uh we've we've tried to focus quite a lot on on mental well-being. Yeah. I think we you know, I think there's there's a lot of us having uh, a lot more challenges coming out of um, the the social iso- uh, isolation. Yes, so um, Yeah, I mean, the, the, those are the sorts of things. It, it is very much focused on the the welfare of our people, and what we've tried to do is link it back to our purpose. You know, why why is PwC here? And you know, our our purpose links back to building trust. And, yeah, and building trust in society, and for us, that that really starts with our people. Um, I think the other thing I, I will say that um we we tried to do, and you know, we're we're all working through unprecedented times, so we can only try is do as much as possible with communication. Yeah. And communication th- through through all levels of the firm. Um it's interesting. I think some people have been saying that, you know, we we've probably never heard or seen as much from our board as, as we <laughs> are now, <laughs> because um it's very true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, definitely. It, it's so important, isn't it, at, at a time like this to, to, to communicate so that people know what is going on, what decisions are being made, and, and involve people in those decisions.
0: Communication, as always, is critical. And uh, and those are some really great points, Deep Tea. Um, The lockdown period has certainly shown us this is about people and communities, and certainly how we interact and communicate with each other. Um, taking a slightly different angle, but very much related to communication and people, is the use of technology during the, the crisis and how we've shown that flexible working really can work. Uh, remote working now is pretty much the rigueur. Um, in fact, now that we're in week seven of the lockdown, uh, we're starting to plan post-COVID way of working. How do you see this playing out? How do you see this changing? How do we work post-COVID? Uh, lockdown any views how you feel about this
1: yeah sure so it's going to be the new normal isn't it when we when we come out of lockdown um i think look, lockdown has definitely taught us a lot more about flexible working the the fact that you know so many of us can do our work um Remotely has has been uh, has been excellent. I think there will be people who will realise this who who weren't believers in in flexible and agile working. Um, I think it's really empowered all of us to to use technology to to the most that we we possibly can. So um, yeah, I think I definitely see us doing things differently when we come back, and perhaps people being more accepting of different and agile and more flexible ways of working because we have shown that um, it can work. You know, we had um, someone from one of our teams who who isn't London-based and, uh, you know, a lot of our practice is London-based but we are a national insurance practice. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they said was, you know, this actually feels more inclusive with everyone working remotely. I'm not the only person who's, who's not in the room.
0: It is very true, uh, yes. Uh,
1: yeah, so I, I would hope that we we learn from from things like that because that's something that's definitely stayed with me. So you know, when we do go back to you know the the new normal, just you know things like remembering who isn't in the room and are they having equal opportunities to be part of whatever is being talked about in the room? Yeah, I think I think technology has has been great. Um, I do think, however, that you know we we talk about technology, but it, it can't replace human interaction, mm. and and I think the lockdown has has probably made that even more evident. So while we've been able to embrace technology and and work actually fantastically well in the majority of cases, it's also made us realise how much we value and, and miss that social and human connection.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I I, I think we'll just we'll start doing things more smartly when it comes to the use of technology, flexible working, and just our human interaction. But I I, I don't think we'd, we'd move to a place where, you know, we we move to uh, replacing that human interaction with anything. I think that's key.
2: I completely agree, actually, on, the, on that point. I, I think assumptions as well can be made when you're using technology, just that everybody has the same access, which is not necessarily true. So... But I think that that's quite an interesting point as well. Just the fact that it won't obviously replace human interaction. Just moving the the conversation back onto the BAME and DNI perspective. Um, now that true flexible working can exist in the market, as we've pointed out, um, and it's been proven, obviously through COVID nineteen. Um, do you think that there's a greater chance of reducing the gender pay gap or the BAME pay gap? The, the, disability pay gap um, and any other pay gaps that we we can think of can there now be an accelerated leveling of the playing field for all of us for example some technology has really come out um, you know to the forefront such as subtitles on teams which has been a real game changer for the deaf community what are your thoughts on on sort of uh keeping sort of you know the bame agenda and also dni sort of relevant during covid19
0: nice and easy question for you detail. yeah
2: <laughs> really easy question there yeah thanks
1: i think it's right it's fantastic isn't it about the, the the things that we're seeing coming out of this you know in terms of what you said around you know the the subtitles on teams and how that's bridging uh, the gap um yeah. which again are such positive um positive steps it, i think what's really going to be important is how we take lessons forward from from this and yeah. make sure that we just don't fall back into our old ways. I also just think, you know, we've we we, we we've talked about the, the different sort of gaps and, and bridging the gap. We also just need to be careful as we're going through lockdown that, you know, there aren't new gaps, for want of a better uh, phrase, emerging. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people have uh, different responsibilities, maybe when it comes to, to caring, caring for a family member, caring for... Children, and you know, how is that impacting the work that they do or the opportunities they're getting because of that? So, I think, I think we need to be careful. But I think the, the main message for me is we have to keep talking about it, we have to continue raising the profile of this very important topic, and um, we, we shouldn't stop. We, we need to continue all the great work that we're doing. So, as we go through lockdown as we come out of lockdown, and then take those learnings through. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. That was such a great question, um, Kishan. And and Deep Tea, yes, we we have to absolutely keep talking about it. Um, So the conversation and the topics don't die away. Uh, Actually, now is actually no no better time, I would believe, to take advantage um, of the the crisis. Um, We are probably in a very emotional time, but it certainly is a time where uh, we've had time to reflect as well. And, and there's so much more that we can do uh, with our communities, and that includes DNI. Now, um, you know, we've seen how some of our market leaders and senior executives as you said earlier becoming increasingly prominent, both on social media and, and different forms of email and so on uh, in, in, in uh, the workplaces. Um, and, and we can see the more human side of, of them with their families, their personal space and even their pets on display. Um, so I would say our leaders are connecting better than ever before, in many ways, with their employees. Um, given we are seeing this more humanistic and personalized character of our leaders, how can we ensure that DNI is not completely removed from the agenda throughout the pandemic?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're you're so right, um, actually. I think we we really are getting to see um, a, a different side of a, a lot of people. We are getting to know people much better, and you know, being able to see someone's um, pets or or children, it, it makes it different, doesn't it? Um, you know, being able to see is is somehow different to hearing about mm-hmm. all of it. So. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. And in many ways, I think because of that, our, our relationships with people that we work for are, or work with are, are becoming deeper and and stronger because uh, you you have that little more insight and peek into, you know, what is that person all about outside of the office? So I think just coming back to your point around... Um, at d and how do we make sure it it stays on the agenda? Um, I think the one thing that that i uh, that really strikes me is you know we we think about what we are going through at the moment. So a lot of us are finding this a difficult time. It is a a stressful uh, a stressful time for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Um, businesses are having to make decisions really quickly and and sometimes without much time to to think and mm-hmm. under a lot of stress and you know what do we know about unconscious bias we know that that is exactly when unconscious bias can hit in right that, that that's when we uh, that's when we make those really quick decisions without being able to to think them through so I think now more than ever, it's important that we continue thinking about D&I. We continue reminding ourselves and, and taking the time and taking views from different people as we work in this very, very stressful um, environment. Um, and, and it isn't uh, easy making it uh, an, an important topic because there's so much else that's going on to be talking about. But making it a priority is is important. And you know, I'll I'll give an example of of something that we we are trying to do at PwC. And again, we we're trying things in in the hope that they they stick and they work. Um, but our insurance partners and and directors uh, within our within our audit practice, we we met recently uh, virtually, of course, to to talk about our latest BAME review findings. Which you know doesn't make for for great listening, but we met to to talk about that, and um, we we managed to virtually have that discussion as a group. We broke up into pairs and we we came up with our own personal commitments that have been logged and and one of the commitments we made as a group was that D and I will remain on every agenda that we have as we work together as, as a group um, and again like I said it, yeah, and and um, I hope I hope that we we, we stick to that. But um, and again, a lot of that comes from torn from the top. A lot of that comes from our leaders deciding that that has to be a priority. Um, and and let's see where that goes. Um, I think another thing that has been you know a fantastic initiative of of I can is uh, mentoring. And uh, you know I have two mentees from the the mentoring program that we had set up together. That's with, wonderful. Yeah, That's really with, good. With Aaron and and uh, I'm meeting up with one of them virtually in the next week. And again, you know, things like that, we can't we can't lose them. I think when we first had lockdown, everyone kind of stopped doing some of the the normal things. And I think now as we're getting more used to doing it, there, there's no reason why we can't continue some of those really really important things that are making a difference.
2: It's brilliant to hear. That's really, really cool. I'm really happy that you're uh, maintaining those mentoring relationships. Um, So, Deepti, just to to round off, what are your key messages for how we work and support each other through these sorts of very challenging times?
1: My key message would be uh, to look out for each other. Um, I think now more than ever, um, we all have different circumstances, different challenges and we'll only know what they are if we if we ask the question. Yeah. Um but also I think how we how we behave in in these times will really stay with people. People will remember how um people have behaved, how organizations have behaved. I mean I remember very clearly when um you know the London bombings happened and I, I was in the office and mm-hmm. I was still quite quite new to this city. And um it was small acts of kindness that made a huge difference. I mean, I I didn't know how I was going to get back home because you know London had shut down, yeah. Um, and and the small acts of kindness of someone spending time helping me work out a a walking route back for however many hours it was going to take me. I still remember that to this day. So I think the we shouldn't underestimate those kind of small acts of of kindness, which I think at a time like this will go even further and you know ask someone how how they're doing um I had one of my 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 fellow partners just check in and say how are you and I was I think venting about how difficult I was finding math schoolwork that day. Yeah. Um, they you know they said look I know it's difficult just put some time in for a quick catch-up and I haven't had the time to do it yet but just that <laughs> someone there is thinking and cares about how I'm doing just yeah. that it yeah. it it it's quite comforting.
2: Yeah, so, it does really make a difference. I definitely agree.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So yeah, I think I think for me my, my key message is look out for everyone else, but at the same time, don't forget about yourself and look out for yourself as well.
0: Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Deep Tea. Small acts of kindness. Uh, we will certainly remember those moments and we certainly feel the importance of kindness. And compassion as we move through these stages of, of this pandemic. Um, I'm conscious of time, um, short and sweet, um, um, deep tea. and it's always wonderful to speak to you. And, and I'm so pleased to hear that you're continuing your virtual mentoring during the lockdown. Um, the mentees, I'm sure, would be really appreciative so that when we actually do come out of lockdown, they can go from to strength to strength. So, Thanks, DeepT again, and PwC um, for joining this I Can I Can at Home podcast, connecting with the multicultural and international community. Or listeners we know our listeners would certainly have enjoyed listening to you today lots of powerful insights and and mostly assurances that we all need in this critical time so thank you everyone thank you kishan thank you deep tea again and pwc and to all our listeners have a great day thank you for listening to today's show if you like what you heard please like and subscribe for more information or to become an icon member Please follow us on social media or visit i-can.me. We look forward to catching you on our next show.
1: Stay tuned.